This is a podcast where we talk about sharks, most specifically great <laughs> yes. white sharks, whale sharks. Nope. No. Yes. Hammerhead baby sharks. sharks. Baby sharks. Dun, 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 baby sharks. Dun, dun, dun. And sharks. even baby sharks. Do, 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 do. Yes! I quit. But why? I have quit so many times. This is my favorite intro. This is your favorite intro. Ever. What is everybody's favorite intro? I'm, I'm curious. What's everybody's favorite intro? Can you think of one? The one where he did it correctly. So the first one. <laughs> and mine. I've never done it correctly. He didn't do the first one correctly. The first one ever? No. He wasn't supposed to say nothing. I'm trying to think. There's been a few that I literally LOL. <laughs> he wasn't supposed to say anything. You're right. I really like the one where he did the Pokemon script. Yes, that But with one was Dungeons funny. and Dragons. That was fun. The Judge Judy was pretty hilarious, too. Yeah, I laughed the hardest about <laughs> Judge Judy. Honestly, Judge Judy and probably the one where I played uh, Google telling it. Oh, <laughs> yes. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that one was good. A fan needs to download all the episodes and mix together a cut of all the intros and send it to us. Dang, that's a lot of work. It is, and that's why I'm not going to do it. <laughs> How can a fan do it without fingers? That's good. What? <laughs> Alan, I'm just curious. Do you do you hold back? No, he doesn't. On t- on telling those sort of jokes? What? Like do you ever hold back on those jokes or do you tell them all? Uh, I hold back on some of them. Okay. Just not I'm with just you curious. guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I'm just curious cuz if you are, your brain is a is is basically just a script for the rappers on Laffy Taffy's. <laughs> anyway, let's begin. Let's do Dungeons and Dragons. That's how I roll. Let's D and D. I don't actually play Dungeons and Dragons, so yeah, because you're the worst. I more experience it than play it. You know, truth. Is it okay if I speak in only haikus this episode? Hello, everyone. <laughs> and wait, what? that was it. You started. Oh, God. Hello, everyone. Okay, please. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome and to welcome Make Believe to the Heroes. Podcast. Dear God, an actual play, 5th edition, Dungeons and Dragons Adventure. Okay, that was more than five syllables. I am your dungeon master, your friend, and your host. My name is Paul, and tonight, as with most nights, I'm joined by four associates. Aren't we friends? Yeah, we're friends. Hey, guys, this is Jeremy, and I play Sut Saurus. Prince of the Nine Hells. Wow, how lame. I'm Jeffrey, and I play Sir Vance Off the Wall. I'm Alan, and I play Char. I'm Felicia, and I play Misk. Uh, we are uh, excited, or I am. I'm excited to play Dungeons & Dragons tonight. So how is everyone doing tonight? Everybody good? Ready to play some uh, d I'm all right. I'm ready. All right. Hopefully my dice are ready. Oh, my dice are ready. How are your dice, Jeffrey? Are they ready? They are... Uh, how are they, Jeremy? Uh, in the corner <laughs> collecting dust. Oh, oh that's dirty. Uh, so, 
you know, like everyone Literally. else. <laughs> Literally, are... they're dirty. <laughs> <laughs> they're dusty. I uh, get it. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, like everyone, we're we're dealing a little bit with the whole uh, quarantine situation. Except me and Paul um, are right next to each other. Yes, if one of us has the Rona, we're we both <laughs> we're have both the Rona. I haven't seen anyone I know in over a month face to face in eighty four years. But uh, you know, because of that, Jeffrey and Jeremy are uh, are recording separately. You may have noticed, or you may not have. Hopefully, you didn't. Over the last couple episodes, Jeffrey's recording with a different mic, different setup, so things are a bit different in terms of the the sound and the dynamic. Uh, but I'm excited to play some Dungeons and Dragons. And I want to get right to that before I do. If you haven't noticed, and every time you listen, you think, "Oh my gosh, we get it, guys. You're funny." We get uh-huh. it. You're amazing. In, you're intelligent and, and you're charismatic. Uh, and we get kind of hot too. <laughs> and all, you're also very attractive. <laughs> we don't need to hear it every week. Well, I'm, we're I'm very now buff. putting in the show notes a timestamp and spicy swole. Putting a timestamp in the show notes to tell you the time that we're going to roll the blue d twenty and get right into the action. So if you don't want to listen to this, you can check those show notes and skip forward to. The Dungeons and Dragons. But first... Why would you do that? Let me take a selfie. We have a five-star review that we are going to read. Oh, no. So, you could say we're making our way to the next part. Please go ahead. Rita, say uh, five-star review. Oh, yeah. So, this five-star review uh, is awesome. Also, it was written... Written? (laughs) It was written. It was written by Star Wars Nerd 235, which I love. We can just end it there, guys. That's the best. Wow. Anyways, it's titled, One of the Best Live Plays Ever. Yeah. I have searched this entire app for a clean D&D live play, and this is one of the best ones I have found. Thank you for your commitment to keeping this show clean. You are welcome, Star Wars nerd. 235. 235. And thank you for your five-star review and for being a listener and a fan. Thanks for sharing the love. If you want to share your love for our show, there are a couple ways you can do that. Leave us a five-star review. Let's us know you love us. It also lets other people that check out our podcast on iTunes, etc., know that our show is good. Uh, you can also tell your friends. Hey, go tell your friends. Have you told your friends about Make Believe Heroes? Make Believe Heroes. Your parents help you set it up. <laughs> I have a question for Star Wars Fan 235. Yes, Jeffrey. What is your question? Is Star Wars Fan 235 literally the 235th Star Wars fan in the world? Uh, Star Wars Nerd, you mean? Yeah, Star Wars Nerd. Is he like the 235th Star Wars Nerd in the world? It could be. If he, if he, he or, or she? she is, then they're probably you know older than us. Maybe not. Maybe they time traveled. Wait, were people alive whenever Star Wars came out? Uh, um, okay. If you want to support <laughs> us, you can uh, tell your friends about the podcast. You should. It helps us out a lot. Star Wars Nerd if you 235. Want to us- if you are the 235th Star Wars nerd in the world, just edit your review and say that you are. Oh, my god! I want to see it. <laughs> or you could tweet at us at MBH Podcast on Twitter. Email us at letters at makebelieveheroes.com. Or go to patreon.com slash makebelieveheroes. Support us at the $1 tier and join our amazing Discord community. We have the best Discord community on the internet. Fight me. But so more specifically, if you want me... If, oh, my God if, in heaven. If I want everyone that's listening to send me a message <laughs> in the reviews. Sweet Jesus. Why are you doing this? Do it. They're all going to go change the reviews and they're going to be terrible. Send me a message. And new people are going to look at the reviews and be like, what (laughs) is going on? (laughs) 
I did read that uh, I can't remember if it was iTunes or one of these other uh, services that are doing podcast reviews or making it where you can respond to reviews. Hey. That's a cool feature. Oh, interesting. That needs to exist. That is cool. Oh, by the way, we now have official Make Believe Heroes t-shirts for sale. Uh, you can actually buy t-shirts. You can buy like hoodies. I think some people got hoodies. I got a hoodie. Also, we have like, um, what are they called? Tanks. Tanks. That's it. Oh, we have tanks, literally? Wait, we have tank tops? Yes. Tank tops. Like, like fish tanks. Like tanks with treads and cannons. Do we have tank tops that say, it's the people's champion? Oh my gosh, we need that. We really do that. We have t-shirts, uh, hoodies, tanks. I think you can buy maybe a couple of stickers on there. Um, it's cool stuff. We've posted the link in our show notes, but you can check that out. It's at TeePublic. Check it out. It's really cool stuff over there. That's enough of that. We are ready, finally, to play Dungeons and & Dragons. And now I'm going to roll the ceremonial giant blue 20 15. Oh, no. Yep, we're dead. That's a DC. Last time on Make Believe Heroes. Our adventurers, along with this ragtag group of devils that are making their way through the home of Howler, called the Blade of Stone, finally reached what seemed to be a spot of rest. They left the floor where they faced the magical darkness, the maddening screams of the dead, and a group of imps and other creatures that attacked them, only to find a floor that was set up seemingly for just like, I don't know, camping. There were cots, there were fire pits. Uh, it seemed like a sort of needed respite at the perfect time. Of course, they all suspected a trap, but after inspecting the place and even going as far as divining Char with his new abilities, uh, they did not find any danger lurking. But Char did receive some harrowing messages from someone that danger could approach very soon. Of course, as the rest of them began to get their sleep and Vance spoke with Howler and began to sort of explore his new powers as he is deepening his connection with the magic of that devil within the Hellburner Blade, there was a sudden thunder that shook the walls and seemed to reverberate throughout the entire pinnacle of this castle, this blade of stone. Saul was brought out of a vision in his dreams of speaking with Palor. Everything was uh, just sort of crazy for a moment, and Howler began to wax nostalgic about this, the thundering hour. But that's when something else began to happen. A mist began to seep through the floor and through the walls and fill the room. And just as they were sort of trying to figure out what was going on, Char looking around, trying to see something, he thought he could see something out of the corner of his eye just flitting outside of view. And that's when they heard it. A shriek coming from Marie. <coughs> Thank you. As they turned, they could see as great slashes and gashes, wounds across her skin were formed and blood flowing freely as she screamed. And there was a wicked cackling laughter sounding throughout the room. <laughs> Let's roll initiative. Okay, so uh, what did everyone get on your initiatives? So I got 17. 17 for Misk. What else we got? I'm not excited about. That's with your mod? 10. Bro, I got a non-natural 20. 20! I'm glad you get to go before me. How about Chargenzis? 10. 10 for Vance? An 8. And an 8 for Chargenzis. Mm. He did it. Okay, all right. So uh, we are now going to do the Dungeons and the Dragons. So Saul got a 20? Non-natural, yes. Weak sauce. Non-natural. So... Well, it just so happens that... 
That's not the highest. Didn't we do our like healing and junk like that? Yeah, you all did like short rest last time. You did not long rest, so you don't have yeah, like right, right, everything right. back, but you got some health back. Okay. This mist is covering the floor now. You're all looking around. It's sort of a pandemonious moment. Thunder is still just reverberating through this place. You can feel it deep in your bones, and it's a little bit deafening. The only thing that you can hear over it is this terrifying, cackling laughter that seems to be bouncing off of all the walls. And the room has gotten darker. (laughs) That was terrifying. And (laughs) you can also see... Uh, it's, it's like you can see the lightning that is outside sort of flashing and shining through the walls. It's like they've almost turned just slightly transparent. It's scary. Uh, the room is shaking, and this laughter is filling the room, and Mari is shrieking as she has just been greatly wounded by something that none of you can see. What is it? Saul is immediately going towards her. You're running toward her. Uh, where is everyone in the room? Let's see. Vance, so this room is about 100 foot uh, wide. It's a about a hundred foot diameter circular type room. Okay, the staircase that you all came down was in the middle of the room, but of course, like the rest before it, it has now ascended back into the ceiling above you and is gone. There is no uh, exit to from this room. Uh, in the middle of the room, there are two or three of these fire pits. They are all burning low. There are a number of cots spread around the room. As you look around the room, you do notice. Many of the devils that were with you all, which isn't very many, probably, you know, I, th- I think that maybe I said less than 10 last time. Not that many, but most of them are still lying on their cots asleep. Marie is up. You see that Azurius Rowan is up. Uh, the rest of you are up, and maybe uh, one more, uh, we'll say Greedarian is also up. Greedo? Greedo. The rest of them are all still sleeping on their cots. What? What is it? I thought you said we did see it at the end of last time. I'm pretty sure you saw you saw something, yes, but you don't see anything now. What did we see? A woman. What's her name? You don't know. But we did see her. But you she- saw her as she as she you looked over, you saw her behind Marie cackling, and you saw the like the scratches, the wounds, and now there's nothing there. But you can still hear the laughter. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh Saul, I'm gonna you've got the first chance to move. Saul is running towards Marie. Everyone up! We're under attack! And I would like to... I'd like to perception check. Okay. As I get close and just see if there's any way that I can figure out where our invisible enemy went to. You're running forward. Give me a perception check. That is a 10 plus whatever my perception is. Is it 3? That's a 13. Okay. Um, You're running forward. Let me just roll. Huh. Huh. Uh, As you are running forward, you do see something move. You see the mist sort of swirling and moving as something is moving away from Mari, uh, sort of circling around the room. Mari is in the northern sort of hemisphere of the room uh, where you're crossing and running toward her. You see this mist start to move. Uh, but as do you kind of like go toward that? Or are you still going toward Marie? Yeah, he's gonna follow the the mist. Okay, you turn to kind of turn toward the mist, and the mist, <laughs> the mist. And as you do, you notice something else. Uh, something falls from the ceiling, and with your perception check, you see it quick enough to step out of the way. Oh boy! Uh, it's sort of dodge, so it doesn't land on you. It is large. It is black and gray and yellow. And it is a sort of thick, liquidy, 
mucky type thing, and it's sort of formless, like it looks just like a lump, but as soon as it hits, it like bounces back and is forming into something hard to describe. It has arms and legs, uh, but it's still sort of mid-shape as it lands right in front of you. Uh, I'm going to say you can take an action if you want to here. You don't know anything about this. It's not making any sort of noise or anything. It's just, It seems to be coming together in front of you. What do you do? Okay, so Saul... Let's see how many spell slots I have. Okay, I'm pretty good with spell slots right now. Everybody updated their HP last time, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm saying, you, you did your level 8 H- HP. Mm-hmm. So Saul... Yeah? Seeing it's a goopy thing, doesn't really want to like stick his sword in it. Mm-hmm. So... Saul is going to cast Burning Hands. Okay. Does it, uh, is that a spell attack or? He, it's a spell attack. He has to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, dexterity saving throw. All you gotta do, it's just a, all you gotta do is beat a 13. I don't think he did. He got a 4 plus the mod. Let's see what the mod is. Uh, dex, you say? Nah, that's not gonna do it. So that is a fail. He's gonna take 3d6 fire damage. I rolled 10 fire damage. Is all my fire are now like holy fire or just the rapier? Nah, that's just fire. That just fire, bruh. I gave him 10 fire. Okay. Your flames come out. How does that look like? Like, like, what does that look like? How do you cast that? So basically you see Saul like reach for his rapier and then you see him like fur up his brow and instead of like drawing his sword, he just extends his hand and from it comes a cone like a circular flame as his eyes light up gold Mm -hmm. and it blows fire over this creature it comes out around it and fire goes all over it and you know it it doesn't seem to have much effect it seems to be sort of resistant uh almost absorbent to the flame oh great and as your fires are hitting it it is it is forming together and beginning to look a bit more like something uh, with more than two legs there's evil in the mist a misc it is your turn you hear a laugh (laughs) So, Misk is going to get up, and she's going to Bardic Inspiration. Um, nope. I can't. Why? Bardically Inspire. Why can't I say Because one, one is an action, and one is not. One is a noun, and one is a verb. Hmm. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Wait. I'm going to Bardically Inspire. Um, let's see. Probably Servance. And then I'm also going to use Thunderclap at this big goopy thing. Okay, okay. Uh, bardic inspiration for Vance, you say? Yes. Okay, How do you? what do you do? I won't accept being bardically inspired. I'll only accept being bardic inspiration. <laughs> oh my gosh. How do you... Uh, hate, how do you, you How do you give inspiration to Can Vance? I just, like, get my loot out and just play a tune? You can make me say something. I have to say something. Vance, hit him with your best shot. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. I don't know. It just no, came good. to me. We'll go with uh, that. So I'm going to do the thunderclap at this big thing. And it has to succeed a constitution 15. And I'm using a loot. So it's 16. Okay. And, and this is against what? The goopy thing? Yes. What's the, what's the thing again? 16. Okay. His constitution is... Nope, he did not beat it. He got a 14. So 2d6 of thunderclap damage. Okay, what is that damage? Thunder damage? I would assume. Thunder damage. Thunder! 
Bring a thunder. Lightning and the thunder. Very, very frightening. Five thunder damage to this bro. Okay, you hit him for five. Uh, the thunderous clap from you, I'm assuming you like... Jam on the Percussion your loot, like... Or something. Yeah. yeah, it seems to sort of reverberate it back some. Uh, definitely stings it. Now, it is Servance's turn. Servance, you have a 1d8 of Bardic Inspiration to use at your leisure. Yes. It is your turn. It's my turn? Uh, this, this seems interesting. Okay, and I can't see the woman? You can try to make me a perception check if you would like, but it, I'm going to say it will take your bonus action to do so. Hmm. I don't like that. Yeah. Dang. I don't have that many spells. Well. Wow. Wow. How big is the big thing that fell? Huge. Seems to be getting bigger. Bigger than you. It's huge. Huge. Okay. Well, since it's visible and it's huge, Mm -hmm. I'm going to use a bonus action. Okay. To cast Hex. Okay, you cast Hex upon it? I do. And how close am I to it? How close are you to it? Uh, I'd say you're probably 30 feet away from it. All right. I choose, by the way, I choose uh, Strength as the ability it has a disadvantage on. Okay. And I will move forward a little bit. And once I get in range, I want to cast Lightning Lore. Okay. So what does it do? So it has to make a Strength saving throw. Okay. If not, if it fails, it's pulled up to 10 feet in a straight line toward me and takes a d- 2d8 lightning damage. So what does the hex do to it? Hex disadvantage on ability it disadvantage checks. on ability checks. Does that, that doesn't apply to saving throws, does it? Does it or does it I don't not? think so. I don't think it does. Okay. Regardless, it has advantage on saving throws against magic. Ooh. Uh, so it, it succeeded. Darn. I only rolled once and it succeeded, so... Uh, regardless, it's going to succeed here. Uh, so I don't guess, because what is your, what's your, it's a 13? Yeah, it definitely succeeded. Yep. It got a uh, 19. So, does that mean it doesn't get pulled and doesn't take damage? Correct. So, okay. Is that the end of your turn? Do you do something else? That's it. Okay. Uh, you come forward and you sort of, you're still trying to get the hang of this lightning lure thing. You try to cast it. And it uh, it hits it, but it it just breaks it off. It sort of just breaks the spell. And you hear Howler say, uh, "That's not good." And you hear a sound, Vance, and it sounds like goop hitting the floor. Gross. You spin around, and right behind you, there's another one of these things. Uh, but it was mid change as it was falling. And this thing looks like an enormous six-armed beast. Uh, It's got this black, gray, and yellowy clay-like skin. Uh, One gigantic red eye in the middle of its head. And this, like, jagged open maw opens up, and it sort of growls, roars at you, and it is going to try and uh, hurt you. Do it. Let's see. It's going to attack. What is your armor class? 16. Okay, one of those is a hit. Uh, you take seven bludgeoning damage, uh, and as it hits you, you take uh, nine more damage. Jeez. 
It is an acid damage. Oh no. As this like large fist makes contact with your skin, it hits as it pulls back some of that black and clay-like skin uh, skin on its fist sort of stays on your on your face, on your body, and it burns you. That's gross. Uh, and then he's going to swing again. This one is not going to hit. So he swings at you twice. One hits, the other does not. And that is the end of his turn. And now it is Char's turn. Char, what would you like to do? I want to hit it. You want to hit what? That thing. The one that Vance is engaged with or the one over there by Saul? Which one's closer to me? Uh, probably the one by Saul. Because you were still kind of over near the cots, right? Yeah. So I'll go over there. Okay. Let's see. What do I want to hit it with? Mm. I think I'm going to hit it with a guiding bolt at second level. Okay. Is that a spalee uh, spale. <laughs> spale attack? Spalee. It is a... It's not spalee. It's a ranged spell attack. Oh, did you mean spell? I, I was thinking melee. I was thinking melee spell attack, but I, I don't know. Oh. I, I come out as spalee. So it's a spranged... Spranged attack. Uh, so that's a 21. 21. That is enough. Is it enough? It's enough to hit it. So, how much damage? I just hope it's enough to kill it. Uh, 5d6. Roll them d6s. That's a lot of d6s. That's a lot of d6s. That's a lot of damage. 13. 13 damage. Yeah, but it's radiant. Okay. Does that mean anything? And the next attack roll made against this target before the end of my next turn has mm-hmm. advantage. Thanks specifically to the mystical dim light glittering on the target until then. Nice. Get it, Servants. Okay, so your bolt slams into it, and it starts to sort of radiate, and uh, that is that. Do you do anything else on your turn? No. Okay. Uh, as this thing hits it, it, uh, it comes into its form, finally. It has sprouted eight legs. No. Looks like, think like a centaur, but with the bottom half a spider. Ew. Oh, a drotter. Uh, yes, but the top half is more like clay man. I don't know clay man. It's like a clay man made of this black, gray, and yellowish clay. And now it is a cackling laughter that goes across the room. It's the cackling laughter's turn? So it's like Gumby on top? Uh, so, <laughs> please. Please. Uh, this happens... Um, you hear this cackling <laughs> laughter. What is everyone's passive? Passive what? Perception, sorry. Is anyone's passive perception over a, over a, a 15 or higher? <laughs> nope. Mine's a 14 or lower. Mine's a 13. 11. So nobody is a 15 or higher? No. No. Okay. That's not good. That's not All good. All right, let me see, let me see, let me see. Misk, you're kind of back. You're kind of back just a little bit facing up where Saul is engaged up front with this clay spider monster. Mm -hmm. Uh, You feel a hand touch your back, and you hear that laughter right in your ear. (laughs) And I think it's a spell attack. Yeah, I don't think you make a save. If it's attack, it gets... Let me ask you this. With my cloak. Do, do Do you have to see them? For my cloak? Yes. Uh, it just says... Do, 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 do. If you take damage, wait, 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 wait. In place near you, causing any creature to have disadvantage on attack rolls against you, because it, it don't say anything it about me say. seeing it. That's good. All right, so, I got a sixteen and a nineteen. Who? What's your AC? What are you trying to hit? Oh, fourteen. Ah. So it does hit. 
Yeah. Uh, this, you feel this hand come across your back, and then it suddenly feels like dozens of claws ripping down your back. Hmm. Like Santa Claus? Take some damage. Yeah. Saw! I'm not okay with this. I'm not okay with this. I am. <laughs> Thanks, Char. We know, and you are the oh, worst. Oh, that wasn't Char. <laughs> oh, it was Alan? <laughs> I'm just Alan. <laughs> No, Paul, don't say O. You take 24 hours <laughs> worth of constant <laughs> damage. Necrotic damage. Holy butt. I rolled five D10s. That's a lot so of damage. That's, that's under 50%. That's, that's a lot of damage. 100%. Did you say 24? 24 necrotic damage as you feel these claws just ripping into your back. Okay. Then, let me see, let me see, let me see. When that happens, Felicia, go ahead and make me a perception check as a reaction. 17 plus 3. Okay. You... 20. You kind of jerk back, and you see behind you for a moment before she disappears. This figure, she is tall, you know, probably about the same height as Hulk Misk. She is wearing gray robes that are, like, ragged and torn. And anywhere where her skin is exposed, it's wrapped in these old white bandages. Uh, And you don't really get a look at her face before she sort of turns on her heel and disappears again with another cackling laugh. But I don't know what she is. You don't, but she did have wings. Watch out! She has wings! (laughs) She has wings. I know, I missed that. No, it's good. No, I like it. She has wings. I I gotta say She has wings! Watch out! She has wings! Wait, does this mean there's Red Bull in Monumi? Yes. Gives you wings. Saul. (laughs) Okay. So, Goopy Monster in front of me didn't really care much about my fire. Mm-hmm. Um, can I see the winged woman? No. Nope. Great. I'm going to um, take out my rapier. Yeah. I'm just going to... Actually, let's go with the dagger of Inrea. Okay. I'm going to take out the mm. dagger of Inrea. And I am going to bring out the, the poison. Okay, le poison. And I'm going to try to cut the Goopy guy in front of me with it. Okay. Oh, it's good. That's a 15 plus 7. Like a 22. Uh, that's a hit. Nice. Sick. Okay, so it's 1d4 plus 6. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Didn't, did, your, did your guiding bolt give advantage on this guy, Alan? Yes. Okay, so you have advantage. So go ahead and roll the advantage roll real quick, just in case. No, it's just a 7. Okay, that's fine, but you still get sneak attack because advantage. Ooh. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you got to make a... Look at you, Paul, being the best. You're welcome. You Okay, so it's 1d4 plus 6. Okay. Just up front. And that's a 3. So 9 total from that. And then I roll 3d6 for sneak attack. Okay. Oh, oh, I got 666. Oh, no. Yes. Holy crap. That's 18 damage. That's awesome. Dang. Sick. Buckets. Take it down. Now he needs to make a save. Yep, got to make a DC 15 Constitution saving throw. Woo, natty 20. He rolled a natty 20 on that save. Oh, that's wow. not cool. Well, you got to quit cheating this time. So we're not going to take any poison damage, but you still did pretty cheater. good. Cheater. You're a cheater. I got three sixes, so he's like, oh, I'm going to fix it. No poison damage. I he apologize. Not, he's not that cheater. He just has really good dice. For a devil, shouldn't three sixes be a uh, natural 20? You would think so. Be for real. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, <laughs> anything else? 
No, you've already done your bonus action and your action. Are you going to stay engaged with him? I have a cutting action. I'm going to disengage. Okay, you've disengaged. Cool. Disengage. Misk. Oh, what? Your turn. Oh, Snook. Snoik. Snook. Like from Star Wars? What's it going to be, Gra? I don't have a ton of um, Spell slots. spells, so I guess this time I'm going to do maybe Thunderwave at first level at the big dude. Okay, you're going to like run up to him and blast him? Yeah. Okay. So I want to run up. And I want to put my, well, I'll keep my loot. I just want to run up real close to him, but, like, try to get his attention so he stops attacking everybody else, I guess. Right. And just thunder, thunder wave, wave. Okay, right so, at him. Uh, is that a constitution save? Constitution 16, because my loot. Oh, boy. He rolled a 2 and a 1. which he, he has advantage, so he gets the 2. But that's still not nearly enough to beat the thing, so... Uh, what's the damage? It's 2d8. Alright, throw me, roll me 2d8s. I'm gonna throw you. Wow. Right. Nine? So nine damage. And what kind of damage is it? Thundering damage? Yeah. Alright, again, you see like Flex this thing coming off. It's sort of just getting its form, but it's starting to look like thinned out. You know, like I said, it just got its form, hasn't taken any action since it has. But there are like chunks of the black and gray and yellow clay that have formed it, sort of missing from it. And it seems a little shaky. Uh, is that the end of your turn? Yeah, because, I mean, I don't... The only bonus action I could do is Bardic Inspiration, right? Uh, I guess I will Bardically Inspire Saul. Okay. Do it. Oh. <laughs> Saul, okay. kill it! Very good. Very good. Saul, you have Bardic Inspiration. Uh, now, it is Servance's turn. Servance, there's a big, ugly, clay man with four arms in front of you. He just punched you, and it was sticky, and it, it burns. Ew. I don't like this guy. <laughs> He likes it. He don't like you either. Just wait till Misty Woman gets you. She's bad. I don't like her either, but I can't see her. She hurt You me. cannot. So I can't use cutting words. I can use cutting words like when he attacks my right. Or do I have to say it on my turn? Like, I don't know what's going it's, on. Felicia has never D&D'd before. It's a reaction. You, you, you get one reaction per round. Just like you get one bonus action, Listen, you get one reaction. Every time I act like I think I know what I'm doing, I'll say it, and Paul's like, you can't even do that. So I like to ask before. <laughs> What's it going to be, Joffrey? Since he's right there in front of me, he just hit me in the face. Uh-huh. I'm going to slash at him with my sword. Okay, slashy slash him with your sword. That is a 13. Total? Yeah. Not going to do it. Yay. Did he use his... You have your Bardic Inspiration. Technically, I'm I supposed to tell it? you. You didn't use it. I, I thought it went away after a round for some reason. It, it lasts for ten minutes. Oh, okay. Jeffrey has and also I, never D&D'd. And I add eight you to can, it? You can use it. You roll a D8. Okay. I'll go ahead and roll do that. Roll that D8. Is a D8 like beautiful bean footage in terms of rolling? Okay, so that's a two. So, 15. That'll hit. Really? Okay, roll that to match. 2D6. Yeah. 2D6 plus... Plus five would be 12 damage. Okay, so you slash the Hellburner blade across this thing. And you hear Howler say, What? What is this? What do you mean, what is this? What is this thing? What is this thing? I don't know. Kill it. 
Okay, I swing again. <laughs> yes. Wow, that's another five. Okay, so that's a miss. You swing the second time and it lower it like sort of sidesteps you a little bit. Uh that that's the end of your turn, right? Yeah. It now is going to bring its fist back around and hit you in the face if it can. <gasps> as a reaction to having been slashed. Does a nineteen hit your armor class? Yes. Alright, you take five bludgeoning damage. Ooh, ten acid damage. Oh gosh. And seventeen holy damage. He swing again. Dang. 21 to hit. That hits. Oh, you're rolling. Okay. Like do, a do you want to use your cutting words? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you see this thing I swinging forgot, out of no, I know, I know, but you were just talking about it, so I reminded you. If you want to use it, I'll That's give you a nice. chance. He, I'll tell you, he rolled a 15. So his armor class is a 16. I said it was a 21. So you've got to get at least a 6 to keep it from hitting. Hmm. I'm really getting tired of dying every game. Me too. <laughs> this is a dungeon and a bad one. Is there a dragon here, though? Uh, there could be. We know there's one in the hells. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. What'd y'all say? What, 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 what? Are you going to do it? Um, so I see him get hit once. You see him get hit once, yeah. He's killed. And he's about to swing at him again, mm-hmm. and Miss is going to yell out, Stop! Okay. Uh, roll me a D8, and let's see how that... It was a three. Well, not quite enough. Mm. Uh, that was that was a tough one. Getting a six is, I mean, that's a tough roll. So it wasn't quite enough. It is going to hit you. Let's see how you do. I tried to help. Mm. Nine bludgeoning damage. Nine. Nine. Fourteen. If you kill us all in this dungeon, how are you going to feel? Fourteen acid damage. Dude, this is just like Bebop and Rocksteady. Shredder hasn't even shown up yet. You know what I'm saying? Wait, Shredder's going to be here? Oh, yeah, this is it. Man, I'm almost dead, so... <laughs> the TMNT crossover we've like all been waiting for. Shredder? If Shredder shows up, I'm out. If Shredder shows up, that would be the greatest moment. You basically killed me in two turns. Are you dead? No, just almost. Okay, I didn't think so. But you're, I know you're hurt, but you're not dead, right? Yeah. I, oh, no. I can see your HP if I reload here. Uh, okay. oh. oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing great. Um, 11. Vance is hurting. I have mixed emotions about it. Uh, Vance seems to be hurting. <laughs> Char, it is your turn. Oh, my gosh. So how far am I from that thing that's on Vance? Uh, you're, uh, I'd say, probably within 40 feet of it. Oh. Maybe 35. So not close enough to touch it. No. Uh, what you what you want to do, my boy? Uh, well, I wanted to touch it. But if I can't touch it, then I'm going to approach it and maybe clear half that distance. And I want to cast upon it Guiding Bolt. Okay. Uh, what level? Second. Second level? Second. The, the the one that's like third but different. Okay. Is that a, an, that's an attack, right? Uh, it's, yes. It's a, it's a ranged... Spiel attack. Yes. I was looking for it and I couldn't find it on second because I had looked at it on third. All right. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Uh, it is the same as before. A 21. That is also a hit still. And this is the one that Vance is attacking, right? Right. Yeah. So I'm going to... And it's... Uh, it's uh, the opposite of necrotic radiant. That's the word. Okay. Okay. So that's four plus ooh, 11. So that's 15. And I get to roll one more. 19. Ooh. Nice. And he has a, anybody who attacks it has advantage. It's, it specifically says the next attack roll made against it before the end of your next turn, right? Right. Cool, 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 cool. So not anybody, just anybody who does it next. Next. With an attack roll. Indubitably. So, uh, the next person to go, or, or are you finished? Do you want to move or anything? Uh, well, I'd already moved 
like halfway there. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So you're about halfway there, ah! and uh, <laughs> as you're moving, kept sort of over in that direction, kind of skittering over there, I guess. Um, Saul, you notice something. Uh, there is a there's a voice. It sort of radiates across this hall. It sounds like a sort of chanting. Oh my great way fighting so. And you see a lot of those like dripping pieces of clay and missing chunks on the uh, gumby spider that you're fighting start reforming. I want to roll to perceive the uh, chanting. Where is it coming from? All right, hold on just a second. It's it's not your turn, but I will allow you to use a reaction to do that. Uh, but first, let me roll and see how much uh, hit points this thing just regains as someone seems to be healing it. Who's healing it? Some poop head. Some poop head over in the corner. So it regains 16, no, 17 hit points. Good Lord. Okay. Uh, and you see a lot of that kind of sort of going back onto it. Uh, then... Saul, roll me that perception check. I got a 14 total. You do not perceive anything, but you do feel something. What do I feel? Feel a hand on your shoulder. Ooh. That's no good, though. You're okay. You feel a hand come across your back, and it spooks you. You feel it grab you and try to, like, slash you, but I I guess when it grabs you, you sort of quickly turn. And as you do, you get a glimpse of this thing, and it's just like I described it to Misk. It is a tall female devil. You can see this uh, white, grayish hair, long, sort of draped down over its body. Uh, It is wearing ragged and torn robes, and you can see its exposed arms, neck, some around its chest, and it's uh, like like it's the lower rib cage, and some of its leg are wrapped in these bandages. You see a wicked smile cross her face. Uh, Her eyes are covered with the bandages, but her mouth is not. And she's going to try and slash you again with her claws. Bring it. Claws? Sandy claws? Are they big, mighty claws? Does a 24, does a 24 hit you? That's a major hit. You take four piercing damage. You ready for it? Don't do it. Woo! 22 poison damage. Jeez. Louise? I rolled five D6s. I rolled two fives, a four, a six, and a two. Uh, Saul cries. Saul, uh, hellish <laughs> rebukes her, or he- heavenly rebukes her. Yeah, do it. Get off of me. Yeah, it's coming out radiant, boy. It's the first time she's been hit. Go ahead, let's. she's going to make a save. Don't look, Felicia, because she does have advantage. I'm not looking. What's Walty about? Ah, oh, you can look. She rolled a four I'm and a five. Looking. Ooh, nice. Ooh, that's cool. uh, I don't think it's going to do it. Her dex is not bad, but it's still not going to do it. So that's a damage. What do you roll? 2d8s? 3d8s? What is it? 3d10s, lover. Oh, my mm. goodness. This is quite good. I like. Do it. Do it. I got a 10, Ooh. a 6, and a 3. Ooh. Ooh, 19. Not bad. Not bad. That's good. And uh, this, this bright orange flame sort of licks up around you where she... Um, like slash you and it's like come off your hands how's that work yeah get off of me and he like sticks his finger in her face and it's kind of like like a, a single bead of fire and then it gets closer and then it explodes all over okay this flame just explodes in her face and she gives like a shriek and trips back not falling but just kind of pushes back and uh, at that moment now you can fully see her and all of you can fully see her she seems to have lost concentration good it's all it's your turn we have to kill her to death <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, he's going to take his rapier and stick it in her chest. All right. You disengaged from Clayman, right? Correct. Okay. Roll me an attack roll. It is a plus six to hit. What you got? Ooh. I'm going to use my inspiration. I rolled a two. Okay. Now, are you talking about your inspiration or your bardic inspiration? My inspiration. <laughs> I want to use my perspiration. I rolled 
another two. Oh wow. my goodness, that is bad. It's so sad. It's like snake eyes, but different. That's no good. That's no good, man. That's a miss. She regains her composure quickly and like smacks your sword out of the way as it comes shorter. I'm gonna disengage. Her wings flap open. Saul sheds a tear. <laughs> she raises her hands toward you. Help! I need somebody. This isn't going very well. Uh, Misk. Hi, I'm Misk. What do you do? I'm gonna use. I feel like I'm pretty close to that woman, Emma. Tell uh, me. Uh, you are up next. I'm near you're up the by. Clay dude. You're up next to the clay dude. Yes. So. Near. You're up. You're up within five feet of him now. From your last time, he is. He has healed. Saul is about ten or fifteen feet to your left, uh, engaged with this woman. Well, he disengaged, but still. Saul would never get engaged. Never. <laughs> Cut to season five. <laughs> Saul is engaged. Saul with the family. Family man, Saul. I got three kids. <laughs> <laughs> He's got severe emphysema. <laughs> uh, yes. So I pretty much can't get to that woman this time. No, you can. You can. But if you... If, if you, I move, he's going to hurt me. Sure. What you going to do? I guess I'm just going to hit that guy this turn. And then, like, as I hit him, can I, can I get disengaged? From him and run over there, like I don't. For you, disengaging takes an action. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, the only reason Saul can do it with a bonus a is because he's a because he's better than you. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. What you gonna do? Uh-huh. What's it gonna be? So she's just going to use uh-huh. um thunderclap on on your boy. You, hey, it's your boy, uh, Gumby then, Spider. She's gonna hit. She's gonna use her loot and you know do the thing she did. So it'd be sixteen. Constitution on that. Thunderclap. Okay. Thunderclap. Uh, you rolled a natural 20. Two eight, uh, yeah, okay. He, he got a nat 20. What? I'm going to run away. Um, I'm going to run away fast towards Saul. He's taking no damage. And I'm going to run. He's going to take, oh, take a single attack of opportunity against you. That's cute. If he rolls a nat 20 on that, so 20, I'm 23. Wow. That does hit. You take six bludgeoning damage. That's cute. Oh my gosh, Felicia. You get 19 acid damage. I'm sorry, that's wrong. 15. You used to be nice, Paul. Paul hates us. I rolled three d6s, two sixes, and a three. These d6s, Jeffrey, these these metal ones you gave me, at capital L loaded. I'm taking them off. They're off the table, guys. Wow. Where'd they go? I'm, I'm going with new d6s. I mean, those d6s are pretty awesome. Uh, you got uh, you got five, six bludgeoning, and then you got 15. Can you- Put 15 it on acid there. damage, yes. Right now it's been the dumb. It okay. was at 49. All right, next is Jeffrey. What do you do? What does Servance do in this moment? I am having a hard time with this guy. Okay. And I don't think he's the main problem. Okay. I feel like the woman's the main problem. Go get her. Is she Shredder? But I don't want to step away because I know this guy's going to kill me. So. I use a spell called Misty Step. Oh, yes. Are you a vampire? Bro, you have Misty Step? Yeah, boy. Nice. Use it. Dude. You zoop out. You're gone. Where do you appear? Right in front of that woman. Or behind her because Saul's in front of her. Is that a bonus action? Yes, behind her. And that is a bonus action, correct? Yes, it is. Okay. What do you do? What do you do? I want to stab her in the back. All right. Roll it. That is a 22. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you advantage. Huh? I'm going to give you advantage on the attack roll. 
if you want to roll it again. That's a little concerning. I'm, ju- I'm giving you advantage because you just appeared behind her with a flash, and you're basically flanking her between Saul, you, between the two of you. Okay, so a 22 or a 21. Okay, so I was just giving you, I was just making sure that you didn't get a crit. All right, so go ahead, roll me the damage. I'm going to re-roll that because it was a 2 and a 1, so I'm re-rolling both of those. Okay, because of your thing. Because of my... Style. Whatever it's called. Yeah. Greater weapon fighting. Yeah, something like that. Go ahead, roll it. Okay, so that's two fives. Ten plus five is fifteen. Cool, cool, cool. You gonna do it again? I am doing it again. This one doesn't take advantage. Okay, so that's a twenty-five. Dear Lord, that is a hit. Yeah, boy. Okay, and one of those is the one, so I'm gonna re-roll it. Okay, so that's... 12 more damage. Okay. 12 more damage. Yes. Uh, all right. So you slash across her back twice, uh, dealing a significant amount of damage both times. She shrieks uh, backing. She turns toward you now. Uh, she has her hands already raised, uh, and she is now facing off with you. At that moment, the other two are engaged with two of the others. Uh, the spidery one is going to lunge at Misk again. The first one is a 12. Does that hit you? Nope. All right. The second one. Is a natural one. Yeah, boy. Uh, the second one goes towards you, and as he moves forward, one of his legs didn't heal properly, and it actually breaks off, and he falls prone. Uh, next attack against him will have advantage. Uh, and he doesn't actually fall pr- like totally prone. He's just sort of like tr- stumbles over. The other one uh, that was over there with Vance is now charging toward you all. Char is the closest one to him because he kind of split the difference between you all, uh, and he's going to try and attack Char. No, he's not. Twice, two fifty attacks. Uh, what's your armor class? Uh, 16. Okay, one is a hit and one is not. So the first one comes at you. Okay, you take four bludgeoning damage. Four. And then you take, still rolling like a boss over here on this poison damage, even with different dice, you take 14 poison damage. So that's 18 total? 18 total. So, Saul, I would like to remind you, first of all, that you do have Uncanny Dodge. Could have used it earlier, but you didn't. But don't worry, you're gonna have it. You might have a chance right now. You're earning just a second. Char, what do you do? It's my turn. It is. Dude's in your biz. If you want to touch him, I'm gonna touch him. You making a spelly attack? Yes, a fourth level. Wait, is he pretty hurt or is he still? Has he been? He's been healed, right? He's still pretty good. He's been hit, but he's still pretty good. Okay, so I'm gonna say a. I'm gonna say a third level inflict wounds. Okay, uh, roll that attack roll, sir. Okay. And I could be wrong. I think this is the one that you uh, did you got him bolt this thing. Did anybody attack it between now and then? I don't. I think I don't think so. Misk used a attack that made it do a, a save, and it rolled a natural twenty. So it has not been attacked. Okay. So technically, doesn't don't you have advantage on it? Yes. Is it still the end of your next turn? Right. Right. Guiding bolt says the next attack roll before the end of my next turn. Okay. So you have advantage. Nice. So that's good. I rolled a 13 and a 26. Okay. The 20, yes, you hit it. Roll the Dimaggio. Okay, so that's 5d6. Okay. Uh, D10s. You're right, 5d10s. Yeah, D10s. I've got the dumb. That's significantly better. It's a 6, 7, 10. Wow. So 13, 23. Oof. 5, 23 is uh, 28. Let me make sure that's right. 13, 23, 28, yeah. And then uh, one more. Uh, 32. Oof. And I have a feature that some would 
call a trait. Let you heal? No, it says when you hit a creature with a melee attack, you can spend channel divinity to deal an extra 21 points of necrotic damage. Mm, holy flippin' moly. What? So that would be a total of 53 damage. Are you serious? Dang. Yeah. So, so how does it look? Uh, so Char licks his finger. <laughs> oh no. And so if the thing gets close enough to where I could touch it in the face, uh-huh. I want to do that. Okay. And I want him to just like start like he's clay, right? Pretty much. So he turns like a sickly green color because you know necrotic damage. Okay. And just starts kind of crumbling and melting and kind of rotting as clay would. Mm. And then, and then the rest of them spider, right? No, this one's the big four-armed one. Oh, four-armed one. Yeah. What? So he's just a man? Yeah, he's like a big, burly, four-armed man. Okay, I was going to say whenever the clay rots to the spider, the spider part's just going to explode and goop go everywhere. But uh, instead, I'll just have him kind of like rot and melt and fall to pieces. Oh, okay. It's dead. You've defeated it. As that happens, uh, Vance, you're looking up into the face of this thing, this woman, this whatever she is. She screams, a blood-curdling scream. As she does, you feel the room turn icy cold. As cold as anything you've ever felt. As cold as ice. A wind starts blowing through the room. You all see this mist. It stops, like, swirling, and it raises to the roof. Raise the roof. And in... 20-foot radius around you all, you start to hear and feel as large balls of ice start flying out of this mist and pounding the room all around you. Uh, What I need is, I need everyone in here to make a dexterity saving throw. So, what's a 3 plus 0? Saul got a natural 20. Wow. Mm. Yeah, boy. I got a natural 3. It's because he is the best... So I have, like, triple advantage, right? Miss just got a natural 22. Jeffrey, did you roll on that one? Yes. Jeffrey. Do I have inspiration? Yes. It looks yes, like do. I do. You do. <laughs> you have inspiration. I really did roll in that 20. He really did roll in that one. <laughs> okay. It's a 17 total. That's Much better. better. Okay. Than a one. Um, so I'm going to roll some damage here in just a second. I'll go ahead and roll it, actually. Let's see, 10, 17. Oh, my. We got a co- total of 30 damage here. Uh, mm. 17 of it's cold, 13 of it is bludgeoning. Take half if you saved. Those of you that rolled a nat 20, you won't take any. Yes. Uh, Vance, you're taking this damage, and it's going to drop you, right? Uh, yeah. 15 is still going to drop you. Saul, you and Misk are able to, like, just... I don't know, you're dodging it. You're, you're sort of running, dodging, scooting out of the way. Char, you're taking it full-on 30 damage as this, this is just pelting onto you. Uh, dang. I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> as that is happening, though, Vance, it, it, these gigantic balls of hail are beating you in the head and on your body, and you feel yourself sort of losing consciousness. As you slip down, you look down onto the floor, and you see this ice just building up around it. But it does not look normal. It is ice, but instead of it's like, you know, what you'd usually expect from ice to be this sort of clear, like, bluish color. Instead, it looks to be almost gray, like a dark gray, like, ashen ice. 
okay? And as you're seeing that, you're sort of kind of fading in and out, like about to go into unconsciousness, and you see this, this ice that it is this weird ashen gray color. And as that happens, you feel the howler, like, spark with recognition. And he is yelling in your brain, and you're struggling to uh, stay awake. And you're, like, flipping over, and your eye splits open, and you all hear the howler scream out from Vance's lips, Zori Lindai! No. I don't know what that is, and I don't like it. And that's where we have to end this episode. Wow. Wait, we have time. <laughs> we don't. We really, we really don't. We really have to hurry. We really don't. We really um, don't. Thank you, guys. Uh, you know, someone re- mentioned recently that there's someone, I don't remember who it was. I was talking with someone. They said, man, you're really good at these cliffhangers. I don't typically plan these. <laughs> I did not think this battle would take an hour and however long it's taken us. Don't lie. Uh, I'm not lying. I'd hoped to get a little farther than this in this episode, but here we are. So thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out who Zori Lindai is or what that means next time, uh, you'll have to, you know, same place, same channel, Make Believe Heroes. We love you. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye, friends. Sayonara. Bye. Hasta la pasta. Goodbye.